Have you ever wondered if you could make your own energy drink? How would you add caffeine? How much sugar would you put in? Well, all this week I am talking to the CEO of New Caffeine. His name is David Lung, and we're going to discuss how you can make your own energy drinks and get a premium price out of those drinks. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Just to kind of give me an idea about what you do and what your business is, let's just start there. What's your position in your company? And just talk a little bit about your company. I am the founder and president of New Caffeine. Uh, we have an alternate name. Uh, do businesses SBH Labs as well. Gosh, I've been in the manufacturing strategy and system automation business for a lot of years. And I know you'll laugh at this, but I was drinking four to five monsters a day. Wow. <laughs> Heart palpitations, <laughs> scary stuff. Yeah. And I was just too hooked on it. So I needed a healthier option. And there really wasn't much available on the market. So I created a product called New Caffeine. I'm manufacturing well. It wasn't hard to formulate uh, for me anyway. So I brought it to market to fix that problem. Tell me about the New Caffeine then. Is it a canned drink? Is it an addition to a, an existing drink? Exactly what is it? It's concentrated caffeine uh, with bitter blockers in it. Uh, it has preservatives as well, but 100% of it is natural. Caffeine is from coffee beans. Uh, the bitter blockers are made from plant material. And even the preservatives are actually natural. The point is that you can actually make an energy drink out of anything. So if you were a food truck vendor and you wanted to have tea refreshers, uh, you could use any tea or lemonade or anything you like and just add a little bit of caffeine to it from this bottle. You could probably uh, double your price of the drink just by adding 21 cents worth of new caffeine. Well, that's definitely going to pick up a bunch of people's interest because if you're able to, to effectively double the price and that makes it a good deal for everybody, especially at the addition yeah, of 21 and, cents. Yeah. And that's coming out of the, uh, the commercial case. If you buy a case, we also sell it in five gallon buckets and 55 gallon containers. It gets a lot cheaper the more you can buy. But again, start small, right? Yeah, exactly. Start small, make sure it sells the way you want it to, and you can understand the product a lot better. So let, let's talk about the 55-gallon drum for just a minute. How long will that last, not portion-wise, but time-wise? Does it have an expiration date? Yeah, it lasts two years. Two years, okay. And to give us some context, 80 milligrams of caffeine and new caffeine is only 10 milliliters of product. It's a very small amount. So depending on how much you add, and of course there's safety concerns, you don't want to add too much, particularly to a tea. Mm -hmm. If you were just to add 80 milligrams to the tea, you get 47 servings out of a 16-ounce bottle, which we don't even sell commercially, but the 32-ounce bottle, you get 94 servings out of one bottle. 15 bottles come in a case. Uh, decent business for a food truck. A bottle's going to last them probably a day-ish. That's pretty good. How big are the bottles? Because, you know, when you're talking about a food truck, the storage capacity becomes a limiter. We can only put so much food on there. How big are the bottles? So again, a 32-ounce bottle is probably um, nine inches high by three and a half, four inches wide, and only an inch and a half deep. So from our perspective of, of trying to store it, we could 
easily store a case on the truck and not miss the space. Yeah, I'd have to leave that up to the food truck vendors. But yeah, you, you get 15 bottles in a case. The case is right now around $300. There's a lot of different ways to get around that, right? If mm -hmm. you wanted to keep down the cost of, say, ice and cups and the straws and everything else that goes with it, there's no reason you can't buy. And I've run, I've run some numbers. Let's say you go to Costco and you get a case of Lipton iced tea, right? Or tea. Uh, whatever flavor you'd like. It comes in a plastic bottle. There's no reason you couldn't open that, put 10 milliliters in there, shake it up, and hand it over to a customer, meaning you never have to have a cost for ice or a cost for a cup and right. still have an energy drink presented to the customer. It depends on how you want to brand it, how much margin you have, and like you said, how much space you have on the truck. Yeah, that's a good point. If, if all they're doing is adding it to an existing drink, then that makes it almost a no-brainer in a lot of cases. Because you could, like you said, it's a bigger markup, and then it becomes something that would be unique to your food truck. Now, the more successful food vendors, actually the one uh, that you and I had talked about in the past, is actually a coffee, global coffee vendor. Uh, they went a step further than that, of course, and they created their own brand and their own types of tea refreshers of which they have flavors on the truck so that they have unique flavors. They obviously use plastic cups. They use straws, et cetera. But what they're selling those particular teas for are at the cost of a high-end coffee truck. And you know those prices are not cheap. You're paying four bucks, five bucks for a drink that if you hadn't had the new caffeine in it and if you hadn't added the additional flavor, would have sold maybe two fifty and they're selling for five bucks or more. Right. Once you mentioned that one particular food truck, we went to visit them just to, you know, check out their menu. We actually ended up getting two drinks from them. The drinks were really, really good, very flavorful. And you really couldn't tell there's caffeine in it at all, at all, until you started getting the, you know, a little bit of surge of energy. But as far as yeah. <laughs> you could not tell at all. Yeah, caffeine by itself is incredibly bitter. It takes a lot of work to eliminate that. Well, you, you guys definitely hit that one because it's, like I said, I couldn't tell at all it, it was there. And we got two different kinds of drink. One was a sparkling drink. One was a... Uh, like a fruit punch kind of thing. And they were both really good. I was noticing on your website that you also, besides the, just the basic caffeine addition, you had some that were flavored. Did I read that right? We do. And I'll tell you, when it comes to being a food truck vendor from that focus, I honestly wouldn't buy that product. Mm -hmm. With that product, because you have caffeine at a, at a certain level, at a number of milliliters, it's gauged so that at 80, milli, or 80 milligrams caffeine with 10 milliliters in an eight ounce cup of water or, or other drink, you get the appropriate flavor. But if you wanted to add 100 milligrams of caffeine or you wanted to add it to a much larger drink, you can't control the flavor that makes sense because you're, you're putting in the same amount of new caffeine with the flavor in a much larger drink. It's more in tune with what users would use at home for themselves, knowing that they're going to buy a 12-ounce can of something and put it in there. Okay, I It's going to be hard for you to, to create a drink of quality at, on a food truck using that particular product. I see. Basically, what you're saying is if, if a food truck owner was to go that route, they are locked into a single-size drink. They would have no opportunity to upsell to a large or, or extra large or whatever. Got to control the caffeine content at the same right. time. It, exactly. Yeah, and that's important. Since we're talking no. about the caffeine content, just so people understand, mm -hmm. there is a limit to what you should be taking in in caffeine every every day. Absolutely. That, the FDA says 
they recommend you shouldn't have more than 500 milligrams a day. And you can tell when you go to that food truck or that drink truck we talked about that they limit their drinks to 80 milligrams to make sure that you can still have two or three of those or more right? and not reach that limit. It becomes a limiter too, almost like if you were an alcohol vendor to where you got to, did this person have one or two or three, you know, so you definitely don't want to be pushing that limit as far as the amount of caffeine you're putting in per drink. Well, the way they they dosed it, you'd have to have six of them. Right. Even come close to reaching that limit. Exactly. And I mean, if someone's going to drink six 24 ounces of glasses a day, if, um, that'd be unlikely for sure. It, it would. It certainly would. But there is always that odd person out there that would definitely do it. So I understand the, the reasoning behind well, keeping that limit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, coffee. You know, uh, if you look at one eight ounce cup of traditional coffee, right? Nothing else in it. Right. Got 90 milligrams of caffeine. You can't stop someone from drinking 10 cups of coffee a day. Yeah. And there advise are people them not to for sure. Oh yeah. All people do it. They do. I mean, people are, you know, certainly hooked on caffeine and they don't even realize how much they're drinking in a lot of cases. So from the aspect of portioning, well, let's talk about a little bit about the design. Cause you sent me a sample and it's got a really neat uh, portioning device on there. Is that something you guys came up with, or is, is that a standard thing across the industry that you're in? That's a bottle that's used in multiple industries, mm -hmm. uh, some of which are industrial, some of which are pharmaceutical. So it's we did not invent the bottle, but we are very careful in regards to the ability to dispense new caffeine carefully. Now, there's a, there had been others that we saw in the market that didn't last long that would have uh, a pump dispenser and things of that nature. Right. more convenient, but you can't control the dosage properly. And obviously the FDA frowns on that. So we're very careful to make sure that you can dose it as carefully as humanly possible. In my little experiments here at home, it looked pretty easy to use. So it's not like it's a complicated learning process for the user. Real simple. It also seems to me it would be rather quick as well. If you're you in a rush situation where you had to put out multiple drinks, you'd be able to do it pretty darn fast. I think so. And we've a lot of customers in, in this particular space. So it, I think that proves out. The other thing is, you know, there's another way to control that amount. If you wanted to pre-mix tea, let's say you make a gallon of tea at home or two gallons of tea, put it into a gallon jug and pre-mix based on what you feel like is the appropriate amount of caffeine that you want. You can always just pour it from that jug into a cup if you need to. So there's multiple ways to do that and multiple ways to figure out how to speed up the service. Tomorrow, David and I are going to talk about menu incremental sales. And what that means is you actually get new people coming to your business. And we're going to talk about how that can help improve your overall sales. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.